The Lord be with you. A reading from the Holy Gospel according to Luke. Filled with the Holy Spirit, Jesus returned from the Jordan and was led by the Spirit into the desert for 40 days to be tempted by the devil. He ate nothing during those days, and when they were over, he was hungry. The devil said to him, If you are the Son of God, command this stone to become bread. Jesus answered him, It is written, One does not live on bread alone. Then he took him up and showed him all the kingdoms of the world in a single instant. The devil said to him, I shall give to you all this power and glory, for it has been handed over to me, and I may give it to whomever I wish. All this will be yours if you worship me. Jesus said to him in reply, It is written, You shall worship the Lord your God, and him alone shall you serve. Then he led him up to Jerusalem, made him stand on the parapet of the temple, and said to him, If you are the Son of God, throw yourself down from here, for it is written, He will command his angels concerning you to guard you, and with their hands they will support you, lest you dash your foot against a stone. Jesus said to him in reply, It also says, You shall not put the Lord your God to the test. When the devil had finished every temptation, he departed from him for a time. The Gospel of the Lord. And so we have begun the great journey of Lent. We find ourselves on the very first Sunday of this sacred season. And at the beginning, have you asked the key question at the beginning of anything? What is it all about? Why are we giving things up? Why are we hoping to confess our sins and do penance? Why do we do all these things? You see, a small error in the beginning of that answer will lead to a large error in the end. If you've set out on this Lenten journey for the sake of glory, to prove a point, to prove that you have the strength to give up dessert and chocolate or alcohol or nicotine or Netflix or cursing or gossiping, or as one husband jokingly told me, dishes and laundry. If you've done it all so as to prove a point that you have a will that is strong enough to do these things, if it's all about how strong you can be, then you're seeking the wrong ends during Lent. And that means it's going to be a hard and long Lent. And most likely what will happen is on Easter and the season following, you'll find yourself binging on the very things you gave up for Lent because it's all about proving a point. The point was proven, so who cares now? I'll just go back to life before Lent. But Lent is not that. Lent is a sacred and venerable season of preparing for the death and resurrection of our Lord Jesus Christ. Lent is all about removing the obstacles to charity. It's all about increasing faith, hope, and charity in our lives so we might more fully participate in the mysteries of salvation. So you can give up desserts, alcohol, nicotine, Netflix, video games, cursing, gossiping, and yes, even dishes and laundry if it leads you to greater charity. If it provides a space in which you encounter God and spend more time with family. 
You see, we do not just simply remove things so as to just leave an emptiness, but we provide an emptiness so that God and His grace can fill it. For example, silence is not the mere absence of noise, but it's the space provided for the voice of God. So in the midst of this, our Lord Jesus Christ has given us a great example for this true purpose of Lent, a way to properly observe it. He gave of his time today in our gospel, almsgiving, so as to pray in the desert, prayer. In the midst of all of it, he fasted from food, fasting. Prayer, fasting, and almsgiving. He did all three of those to show us the ways to battle during Lent. Now the gospel is also very clear why he did this for 40 days. It did not say that he went out for 40 days to give up food to show everybody around him how strong he was and thus prove he was the Son of God. No. It said he went out to the desert to be tempted by Satan. He went out to the desert to do hand-to-hand combat with Satan himself. Lenten observance is not about our strength. It's about going to war against Satan and his evil, against the ways that he's encroached upon our territory. It's all about battling Satan through a growth in charity. And where do we battle Satan? Mainly through tribulation and temptation. These sacred boxing rings in which we step into it as Christian soldiers, the places during tribulation and temptations where we cannot depend just on our own strength, we must depend upon our faith, our hope, and our love must gather together as friends and family members so as to fight hard as Christian soldiers. This is what Lent is all about. Now in the prayer over the people that takes place at the very end of the Holy Sacrifice of the Mass today, I will pray for this. That hope may grow in tribulation. That virtue may be strengthened in temptation and eternal redemption assured. That hope may grow in tribulation, virtue be strengthened in temptation, and eternal redemption assured. This prayer of the Holy Church tells us very clearly that the only way to be assured of salvation is to have solid virtue and hope, which only grow through trial and tribulation. Ah, but some might say, But Father, if you heard the psalm, if you listened to the psalm today, it said something completely opposite. There's a contradiction. The prayer says one thing, the psalms say another. What the psalm said was that no evil shall befall those who trust in the Lord. It said that no affliction shall come near the tent of those who place themselves under his care. Now it does seem like at face value the prayer says that tribulation and temptation are necessary. And the psalm says that if you believe, they shouldn't happen. Now, it's true that there are those who preach a false gospel that says that if you just believe in your heart and profess Jesus Christ as your personal Lord and Savior, you'll be set free from all sin and you'll never have to worry about evil and you'll cure cancer and everything, you'll have money and all the rest. It's not at all what Jesus Christ promised. You see, he didn't promise that he would save us from physical sickness or from car crashes or tornadoes or temptations. Those are not the evil the psalm is speaking of. The evil that the psalm is speaking of is the evil of sin. What the Lord came to save us from was not natural disasters and cancer and the rest. What he came to save us from was the true spiritual cancer of sin. That's what our faith, that's what this is all about. And indeed, faith will save us from sin. 
One, it'll give us the strength to resist to the point of shedding blood, as it says in the New Testament. And two, if we should fall, it allows us to commit ourselves to the precious blood of our Lord Jesus Christ and trust in His mercy. You see, our Lord never promised His followers that if you just believe, you'll have a really happy, rosy life here on earth. He actually promised the exact opposite. He said, if you follow me, well, they persecuted me and they're going to persecute you. If the world hates you, know that it first hated me. That if you want to be my follower, you have to deny yourself, pick up your cross, and follow me. I don't know about you, but a cross doesn't seem like a comfortable thing to me. It involves sacrifice, trials, and tribulations, and even temptations. You see, our Lord Jesus Christ even proved by his very own life. He said we're supposed to imitate him. Well, today he was tempted. As we see through the passion of his, in his death, he will be tried severely. He, by his own example, told us, showed us, trials and tribulation are part of the human life. So let's put this in the context of your Lenten practice. Let's just say that for Lent you decide you want to get up 10 minutes earlier, or if you're like me, you accidentally got up an hour earlier today thanks to your phone. But let's say you want to get up 10 minutes earlier. So you set your alarm 10 minutes earlier so you can have 10 minutes of prayer. If Lent is all about proving a point, then you'll be successful for a time, but then you'll hit a couple of those late nights you weren't expecting, you'll get a little tired, and you'll think that two weeks from now, well, you know, I've proven for two weeks I can get up earlier. Today I'm super tired, so I'll just push that snooze button. It's not a big deal. I'll try harder next tomorrow. And so it's all about you proving a point, you having the strength. And then your Lenten practice fails. But if we see Lent the way it should be, this 10 minutes is that sacred battleground against Satan. The snooze button's no longer an out, but is actually the sacred battleground against evil itself. The moment your alarm goes off and you think, ah, but I'll just sleep in today, it's okay, it's not a big deal. Well, it is a big deal. Because that's the place where you either let Satan win for the day, or you win. That's the battleground where we Christian soldiers put on our gloves and go to fight. That's where we say, I will not push that snooze button. Not because it would be sinful to do so, but because it would be a weakness, a chink in your armor, a place where Satan wins that can lead to further vices and further weaknesses. This sacred season is all about gaining strength for the great battle. And if we see it in that context, that it is that great gift, that battle to fight, then you and I, my brothers and sisters, in this sacred battle, we will depend less upon ourselves, we'll see our own weaknesses, and we'll submit them to our captain, who alone can give us strength. So what are you doing for Lent, my brothers and sisters? How will what you're doing lead you to greater charity? How is it giving you space for God and for family? And what will be the places that Satan will attack you in? How will he try to destroy your practice? Where will he try to encounter you to destroy the good that you're seeking? Prepare yourselves for battle, my brothers and sisters. This Lenten journey is about fighting against Satan and his evil and the sin in our lives. But do not fear. Because that same psalm tells us, just like our entrance antiphon, that he will be with us in distress. He will protect us if we call upon his name. So trust not in your ability to prove a point or be strong. Trust in your ability to submit to his strength. 
And then as you battle this Lent, you will find that you'll be victorious. Not because of you, but because of Him.